Hey folks, Stephen Barbalewis here. Welcome Hi, to Outlook for a Brighter Day. We're continuing on with the series about becoming the best version of me I can be. And in this one, we're going to be talking about to all you husbands and wives out there, yes. being the best spouse that I can be. Yes. Stay tuned. Okay, folks, we are back. So we're continuing on with the episodes that Barb came up with, the becoming the best version of me that I can be. So today we're going to be talking about becoming the best spouse that I can be. Barb, yes. thanks for coming up with that topic. I mean, yeah. it, we're really enjoying it. We're hearing from you folks. So we're going to jump right in because I know you folks want to hear what we have to say. Yes. But before we do, 31 years as of April 10th, Barb and I have been together and come June 1st, we'll be married for 30 years. 30 woo, woo. big ones. Woohoo! I'm still alive. She's a nurse, folks. He's still good looking. I'm still waking up alive. He's still good looking. <laughs> yeah, so let's jump right in, Barb. Yes. Um, what does that look like? What does that look like? Yeah, being the best spouse that I can be. Well, for me, it's always been very important not to hurt Steve's feelings. Mm. And I think that um, is is respect <laughs> as a wife. Yeah. That's love, mm -hmm. um, caring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like if you're upset about something, mm -hmm. which we all get upset. Oh, yeah. Be able to identify that and say, instead of getting right into a brawl and get the frying pans out, you know, be able to say, I'm not able to talk with you about that right now because what I have to say is not going to come out right. Ooh. So why don't you wait on it a little bit until you can say what you want to say without hurting your spouse's feelings. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's love, mm -hmm. that's compassion, and that's considerate. And the other thing is, you know, the situations are heated. Don't talk at, mm. I don't talk at Steve. Don't talk at them. Yeah, or down to them. Talk to them. Yeah. Say, you know, I'm not talking at you here. I'm talking to you because I love you. We need to resolve the miscommunication, the misunderstanding, or whatever it may be. Communication is huge, guys. If and, and I'm saying this as somebody who's been married for 30 years. If you can communicate with your spouse, and when you go into a situation that is uncomfortable that you've got to talk about with love, and with consideration and wanting to n resolve it, the outcome's going to be a lot better. Mm -hmm. It's when you go into a conversation and you're, you're like, there's no fixing this. There's no solving this. There's no solution to this. If you want a solution and to, you know, resolve it, there's a way to work it out. Right. And sometimes you might have to get someone else involved, you know, getting that third party involved, that middle person. But... You know, as for me, you know, it's like a team effort. You know, Barb said partnership type thing. It's like the two become one. Yes. You know, we get married. We're Christians. We're followers of Jesus Christ. So for us, it's like we are one. We're one. We don't want to hurt the other. 
you know, we take care of each other, get up in the morning, someone fixes coffee, we're doing keto, so I enjoy making the breakfast, I get us some eggs and bacon, and we're coming up with different ideas, mm-hmm. teaming up together, and for me, it's what can I do today to be a blessing to my wife? Yes. How can we look after each other? How can we take care of one another? You know, this morning we got up, Barb had the coffee made, we listened to some worship music, we went from there, but... I uh, got in the kitchen, got the cooking done. Barb was cleaning another room. We decided we were going to clean up the house a little bit. So the yeah. two of us tag teamed it. And uh, just like we're sitting here right and, now. And sharing chores is yes. very important, oh too. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's like, you know, Steve, he loves to fix breakfast. I love it. But after breakfast, he's usually never in there having to clean the kitchen unless he wants to help. I usually will go in. Or after he's done cooking and I will kind of put around and clean up around the kitchen and he'll kind of come in. And if you can't cook, let's say the husband's a great cook and the wife just really never got into it. That's okay too. Let him cook his delicious meal. Tell him how much you love it, how much you enjoy it. Because, you know, he's cooking that for you, the love of his life. And then you can go in the kitchen and wash the dishes or whatever and he may mosey in and you know there's other things men might not there's some men that just can't cook but that's okay guys because you might be able to you know she might not really like cleaning the bathroom and you really don't mind so sharing chores working together spending time in the kitchen communication and relationship is made in the kitchen yeah and around the kitchen the dining room table yes like People cooking together, together, cooking together in the kitchen. That's what we do. Uh, One can be cooking, the other one's cleaning. Sous chef, we call it. You know, and what what happens is you end up talking about your day. Mm -hmm. You talk about the wonderful things. You talk about the things that weren't so great. You talk about things that make you happy. You talk about things that's been on your mind. And your spouse may say, I never knew that you felt that way. Oh, yeah, I really do. I just don't want to talk. And it's an open door. It's a way of communication and, you know, friendship and relationship a lot of times is built in that kitchen. Yeah. In the kitchen, out in the garden, side by side, out doing yard work. There's different ways. Sitting down to eat together. Stephen and I are really, really big. On that's one of the things that we've done. (laughs) You were going to say we're really, really big. On sitting down to the table (laughs) and eating together. Yes. And looking at each other and eating and no phones at the table, no tablets, focusing on each other face to face. And and we're just talking. We're talking about how great the meal is or, Mm -hmm. you know, boy, that this didn't turn out quite the way I was hoping it would Mm -hmm. or... And again, you're talking about your day. Yeah, that's true. And and also, you know, the same thing. When I said sous, sous chef earlier, I was basically talking about like Barb and I'll cook. Sometimes she'll do the vegetables. I'll do the meat. Yeah. You know, whoever cooks. The th- one thing I like to tell people because I've mentored some guys in the past and I've told them, you know, whoever's in the kitchen cooking, the other person and the kids, if you have children, should be in there cleaning up. Whoever cooks allow them to put their feet up and the other person goes in and does mm-hmm. the dishes, clean up. It's it's doing things for each other. It's a partnership. Yeah. It really is. That's what it is. It's a partnership in all aspects of your life. Now, this is the person that you love. This is the person that you married and chose to spend Fell the rest love. of your life with. Yeah. 
remember how you felt when When you you first puppy dog love when you first fell in love with him always remember how you felt then and always like with steven i like to take his his feelings into consideration and he knows this before i take my own feelings into consideration and steve is a very soft-hearted person so i want to be sure that i take his feelings into consideration and not hurt him in any way because that's the last thing <laughs> sounds like i'm fragile <laughs> that's the last thing i want to do and and i'm the same way so when you have is. two people you know it's the whole thing about authority in the household you know a marriage is two people coming together as one you both have the same authority in your household or at least you should but yet you come together and you're willing to work together to get the job done. Like if I'm outside working all day, Barb's in the house working and I come in the house and there was a, a scenario someone had brought up and all of a sudden she looks at me and says, hey, hon, can you do me a favor? Can you take out the kitchen trash real quick? I don't look at her and say, girl, I've been outside working all day. I'm sweating and I'm hot. You take it out. I just go, yeah, I'll grab it real quick and I'll grab it and keep on going about my business and I'll take the trash out and she'll throw a bag in it and we just keep on with our regular teamwork. Mm-hmm. But also what's important in that is remember this. And I know we're talking about a lot of housework when it comes to being married, but that's one of the key things. And the thing to remember is the sooner all the work is done, the sooner you two as a married couple can hang out, watch a movie, go and do something fun because yeah. everything is done in the house and outside and you can just relax and enjoy each other's company. The other thing um, that's important, take time for each other mm-hmm. because I know everybody has, a lot of people have families and life gets hectic and busy and and with work, but you got to take time for each other, you know, go out on yeah. your dates, even if it's once a month. Yep. Put it on the calendar and go out on your date. Go out for your ice cream. Go out for your coffee. Uh, go to a nice restaurant. Go for your walk. Yeah. Go do your. Go to the gym together. Whatever it is mm-hmm. that you and the love of your life love, take time for that. Do not lose that because you need it. Yes. It's foundation building. You and need it. And another thing that Barb and I do is we keep our radars on. We keep our personal radars on with each other. So if you look at the other person, I mean, hey, we've been together 31 years, so we know each other very well. But when you can look and see something's on their mind, don't be afraid to say, hey, hon, are you doing okay today? Is there anything I can do for you? Why don't you just go put your feet up and relax for the day? Mm -hmm. And maybe your spouse will just say, you know, I've had a rough week at work. Or I'm just not feeling up to it today to do anything. Do you mind if I just sit back and relax or take a nap and, and go from there and just taking that time to, you know, respect each other. Very important. Respect each other. But more importantly, like Barb said about communicating and things like that, Right. make sure you're not communicating with your phone or your tablet in your hand. Talk to each other. Take the time out on your dates. Or whenever you're out, you know, hey, that phone can keep ringing unless you know it's your children or someone. Yeah. And uh, and focus on each other. Give each other the perfect opportunity to communicate back and forth. Eye contact. Yes. Very important. I've gone to many restaurants with Steve and I've gazed around the room mm. and many couples are sitting there 
face to face with their phones in their hands, not even communicating. And that's sad. Yeah, that's sad. And one time it was actually awkward for me to watch because they were right in our vision and there was this couple and the man was on the phone, that one, it, it was, he didn't even look up one time and it was too bad. The wife, she was sitting there folding her hands and shifting her weight and very uncomfortable atmosphere for her. Um, Take time for each other when you go and out. And the other thing I'd like to say is yes, everybody likes their tablet or to get on their phone and read or scroll or watch YouTubes or whatever. And that's completely okay. But one thing um, Steve and I like to do is it's like, okay, at eight o'clock, we're going to meet in the den. And Steve will say, um, I love you. <laughs> I'm going to uh, play my video game. Yeah. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to Pinterest and I'm going to watch uh, YouTube videos. And Steve will say, okay, well, I'm either going to watch him. I might do a video he'll say, or, um, I'm going to do some research on my tablet or whatever, Mm -hmm. but he does not go in there and just leave me for like, if we were watching a movie, he doesn't just leave me for dead when it's (laughs) our time. You know what I mean? Like I, where he's not even paying any attention or whatever. Yeah. So that's a good point. That's another good thing. Um, there's a time place for everything mm-hmm. and, and, um, give your spouse, give them their time yeah. with you. And when they're talking to you, make eye contact. That's huge. Especially now oh today. Gosh, I yes. mean, we hear it all the time. Yeah. We've all been guilty of it. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, but be conscious of it at least. Yeah, that's true. And make an effort. Take your time. To, you know, and, and it's just serving each other. Mm-hmm. You know, what does serving each other mean? Hey, honey, you hungry? I'm going to go in the kitchen and grab something. You want me to make you something? Hey, honey, you thirsty? You want me to put some coffee on? You know, whatever it may be, just team up. It is. It's about love. And if you know your spouse's love language, that's huge. Yes. That's another episode. You know, we should probably do that for the next episode. It is. Touch on the love language. um, If you don't know what love language is, which is fairly new to me also in the last few years, um, do some research on it. But some people love gifts. Some people love words of affirmation. Um, Some people like acts of service. Um, there's more than that. What's the other one? Gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> Steve, so I know my husband's love language. What is it? My husband's love language is words of affirmation and, and words of affirmation and you kissing my mouth words of affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and that, and that's, what's fulfilling to him. Whereas me, I'm just the opposite. Purses, shoes, clothes, I, I don't perfume. need no. gifts. It's I don't, works. It's not affirmation. It's, it's time. It's time mm-hmm. and acts of service. Yes. And that's what I produce to people too, yeah. you know? And so I like if I'm out in the garden, my husband come along working with me mm-hmm. instead of saying, oh, honey, here is a dozen roses. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks for the roses. But if he came and worked with me in the garden when I'm out there planting a rose bush, 
that's different. That's like you're spending your time and giving me acts of service. Mm-hmm. And I so, like that too. And so time it's for me. Find out what your your spouse's love language is, and I'll tell you that right there makes a yeah. difference. Yeah, so we need to look that up. We need to do that as well. Look that up. It's called The Five Love Languages. Yes. But um, I've got a verse I want to share real quick before we wrap this up because this is a really good topic and we could have actually talked for days on it and I think eventually we're probably going to do a series on marriage through the Relevance for Today podcast show. But the most important passage of scripture that I can share with you folks, and I want you to keep this in mind. If you're having problems in your marriage, I want you to remember this verse. Very important. It's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. And in my New Living Translation, it says love is the greatest. And so here it is. And if you take this, print it out and keep it and try to read it once a week, it'll change your marriage if you really apply this to your lives. So it's love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. So if you want to be a better spouse, focus on love. That's key. Love is key in a marriage. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to share this message about being the best spouse that we can be. We pray for all those individuals who are thinking about getting married, all the husbands and wives out there that are married. We just pray for them right now, for peace, comfort, for them to learn how to become one, for them to learn how to love each other, just the way the word, your word says, Lord. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 is such a powerful passage of scripture that if every married couple would take that to heart every single day, their lives would be changed. So Lord, we just thank you for our listeners out there, blessings on all of their families, and may this message really touch their hearts and help them in their relationships. And we thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Barbara Lewis, what is your challenge for today? My challenge is for you to find out your spouse's love language and put acts to work. That's perfect. And we'll be talking more about that. That'll be a longer show, but a good show. And maybe we'll break it up. Who knows? Maybe we'll break it up and do them all in separate ones. But it'll be really good. So remember. Yeah. The and five I'm, love languages. And I'm excited to read some awesome yes. comments on this one. I want to know how it worked out for you. Yes. And you have our permission to send us a private message if you need to. If you You're don't want to go public, yes. send us a private message or leave us a comment in the comment section. We and connect with us. Yes. As well as don't forget to check us out on all social medias, all the latest and greatest podcast apps. Share it. We love to hear from you. Get connected. Share it with someone who needs to hear it. With that being said, hey, we love you all. God bless. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Peace.